1050 FM 106.1 and find out straight from the coach's mouth. Thursday night lights, we visit with every one of the high school football coaches in Marshall County to talk about their big game coming up on Friday night. 7 o'clock Thursday night. Thursday night lights right here on your home for Plymouth Sports, WTCA. This is your Saturday morning Coach's Corner with Rusty Nixon. And now it's time to get back to Rusty and his guests. And we are joined, as we are every week on football season, uh, Adam Hanley, head football coach of the uh, Plymouth Rockies, with us this morning. And uh, you brought some guests with you, so we got a jam-packed show today. Yeah, yeah. The, the studio's <laughs> back today. We brought uh, sophomore Carter Bush and sophomore uh, quarterback Xander Ramirez here this morning with us, so. I'm gonna I'm gonna start with these guys. Yeah, I, you know, I know you. Okay, now I'm gonna warn you right now. This is the easiest thing you're gonna do all day. This is simple. This is it. what's waiting for you. According to him, when you're done here, you'd, you'd rather be here. <laughs> believe me. So, now, I I uh, uh, watching uh, last night. I just want to get you guys your impression. You're both sophomores, correct? Yeah. Okay, Carter. I want to start with you. How did how? What did you think? Last night was going to be light going into it. I mean, you've you'd never played in a varsity game before, right? Right. What what were you thinking was going to be what was going on? So I was expecting it to be fast and quick, like everyone firing on all cylinders. It just kind of hit me in the mouth, got me ready. <laughs> well, and was that what got you thinking? I mean, a lot of guys say you need that first hit, and then it's okay. Uh, was that kind of what you're telling me? Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. I was kind of thinking that I was gonna fly in there, hit someone, get ready to go, and just be ready. Now that it's over with, what was it actually like? It was actually like me getting hit, in the <laughs> getting knocked down, but getting back up. And exactly. Fighting. Now, did they throw anything at you you didn't expect? I mean, I know you guys do a lot of preparation. Did they do pretty much what you thought they were gonna do? Yeah, basically, they they ran. All the plays that we thought they were going to run, just the base stuff that they were working on. If you were going to grade yourself, how would you grade yourself on your performance last night? Probably like a C plus. Wasn't the best I could do, but well, and, looking and, at your coach, he thinks <laughs> he agrees with that. And, yeah, and as a coach, like I said, this is week one, playing with a bunch of sophomores. So I think we talked about it at halftime. We talked about it at the end of the game. The best thing we can do right now is continue to see improvement week after week. So. I'm glad he's not an A-plus already because now there's room for improvement. We're good. <laughs> Xander, I talked to you, too. I mean, same same kind of thing. I mean, what what did you think it was going to be like last night? I mean, I thought it was just going to be like uh, like what Carter said, just like a uh, whole new tempo, uh, just fast pace, and uh, I don't know. It, it went really fast. <laughs> <laughs> what it, what it, was it actually like to you? I mean, was it was it what you thought it was going to be? Uh, no, I not really. Uh, it, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but it, it it didn't just, go too well. Just well, that's a, that's a, we'll talk about that a little bit later with your head coach. But I, I gotta be I gotta be honest with you. The thing that that for me, outside looking in, uh, I was talking to coach a little bit, and you, maybe Carter, you can talk to this a little bit. But defensively, it looked like there was no lack of intensity or anything. It was like, okay, this is what they told me I was going to see. Now, do I do this or this? You could see the thought process a little bit. Was that kind of what was what's happening out there? Yeah. It was just like I was sitting there, I would think, I would be ready, and just. And then something didn't look quite right. And it, yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's one of those things where you can see it on film all you want, but when that guy is about 280 coming straight at you at about 20 miles an hour, it's a little bit different feel, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Xander, for you, I bet it was really something because you're running the offense. You're the quarterback. You got to see everything and and work with everything. Did you feel good about what you saw and how you you dealt with it? I mean, uh, we prepared for for what what was going to happen, but uh, they're all a lot bigger uh, than JV, obviously, <laughs> last year. What do you think you did best? What would you give yourself as a grade? Uh, I'd say running the ball, probably. Okay. And and what would you give yourself as a grade here last night? Uh, C plus, probably. <laughs> Same as Carter. See, I, well, and see, you know that to me, that's that's the perfect answer. 
I'll I'll turn his headphones off while I give you some. <laughs> be humble like that. Your coaches love that. They will they will be happy that your C plus is good because you're saying, hey, I didn't do as well as I wanted to do either. So. Yeah, no, we definitely saw them things we really did like. I mean, we, we, we put this off in it. We've been putting this offense and stuff in since April. Um, and to run the things that we want to see, it's great to see, obviously, tons of room for improvement. But overall, what we saw was, was, was ha- made us happy as coaches to be like, hey, you know what? They're actually taking some of the coaching points that we give them and um, being able to go out and execute is, is huge and key. How does it feel to have like basically a sophomore football team? You got uh, what four seniors that are that are six seniors total on the yeah the about, four, about four seniors that well four four guys that have seen the varsity field at right. least at this point and um, so you know you do the math there was that eighteen you know, right eighteen total players that are brand new to varsity football. <laughs> I guess with you two guys and some of the guys that are with you, the the thing that that stands out to me and I think the normal fan is that you know they look at you and say that guy's a sophomore. <laughs> Um, because you're a lot bigger and stronger looking than most sophomores I've seen around. So, you know, that that is in itself good. You've got a lot of good athletic guys. I mean, you know, your class is pretty strong in football. Either one of you can answer that. <laughs> you want to talk about that one. I think they're still trying to wake you, up, too. It was a long, it was a long night. I'm a, yeah, I was going to say, usually getting guys in here at 8 o'clock in the morning is a hard sell. But uh, um, tell me about your football life. I mean, Xander, when did you start playing? Uh Ever since I could, I, like, when you're a little boy, yeah, uh, maybe seven years old. Now, do you? What are your mom and dad's names? Uh, Lewis and Cherie Ramirez. Do you have any brothers and sisters? Uh, two sisters. Well, um, <laughs> you, you poor guy. <laughs> so you basically did your dad play football? Anybody in your family play football? No. What What was it that attracted you to it? Uh, just love of the game, I guess. Were you always a quarterback? No, I played everywhere. Okay. Um, and and you started, I'm assuming, the first you could with the Junior Football League? Yeah. Okay. Carter, how about you? Same kind of question there. When did you start? So I basically started with Alexander. Like, we've both been on the same team since we're about seven. Yeah. Always playing together. And then – so I got into football because – there wasn't really any other sports that interested in me. Mm-hmm. And I just liked how football sure. was played. I liked how how the sport was. Now, what are your mom and dad's names? Uh, Jennifer Bush and Daniel Botter. And um, I totally drew a blank on that. Your mom, <laughs> dad, do you have any brothers and sisters? <laughs> that was yeah. where I was yeah. going, yeah. Yes, I have three older sisters. <laughs> Both of them, yeah. yeah. Okay, eh. I I want to meet your sisters for the reason that if you guys are this tough with all sisters in the house, I can't imagine what your sisters are like. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> I, they're probably the ones that open up on them. I, I'm they? assuming they hold their own when things get a little bit loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a house full of boys. I know why my guys are mean and tough, so... Uh, that is interesting. Um, real quickly, I know you're only sophomores, but have you thought about you know what what you want to do as you move on in a career or anything like that? I mean, Carter, we'll start with you. Well, I was hoping to yeah go to college later on in the future and then get a decent job after that. Aspirations to play football? Yeah. Okay. How about you, Xander? Uh, basically, like the same thing. I want to uh, play college. Uh, probably just. I don't know. See what happens after that. That's all you can do. Guys, I know you got a meeting, so I'm going to let you uh, get out of here. But like I said, you just did the easiest thing you're going to do in your day. <laughs> so uh, you guys ever want a job in radio? Just call me. You, you got the tools. You got the tools. Thanks for coming in, guys. All right. Thank you. I uh, I, I love having the kids in because you get that perspective. Absolutely. Um, you know, I... I don't know how you feel, but when I was coaching, you know, we uh, everybody said, well, you want to call pitches. I said, no, I'm not in the game. I'm not throwing the thing. I want the, you know, they're out there. They And communication, I'm sure that's big with you guys on the sideline, too. Oh, absolutely. I and mean, we're trying to every, every day, every every snap, every, I mean, we got the, the iPads on the sideline and stuff like that. So we got coaches that have, you know, have those and, and checking and looking at things and, well, hey, why did that last play work? And why did the last the play before that didn't work? And just, just have a constant um, – I mean, like we talked about last week, it's a constant chess match back and forth on 
you know, who's, who's doing what. And if you make an adjustment, we can make an adjustment. And I mean, it, yeah, it's, it's a constant back and forth game of, you know, cat and mouse kind of thing to, to see who can, who can come out with the best, uh, you know, best adjustments and things like that. It seems to me that as important as that communication is in, in baseball and basketball as a coach, you in football, it seems even more so. I always want to talk to my catcher. What's really going on out there? Sure. But I can still see it. There's right. a lot of things on a football field that happen that you guys can't possibly see, and you depend on them to come in and tell you about oh, what's absolutely. going on. Absolutely. I mean, you can tell kind of the way they're lining up, you know, up front with threes and ones or whatever they're going to give you on, on the offense and defensive line. But, yeah, overall, you, you know, you get your linemen come off the field and they're like, where is that kid at? <laughs> yeah. like, is he physically on top of you like he looks like it? You know, is he is he is he where he's supposed to be? And um, so you kind of get that constant feedback from those guys too. And same thing with um, with you know quarterback, running back type guys. Like, hey, when, when we run this play and you're supposed to get this read, is it? it right. What is he doing? Right. I mean, what why, or why why did you do what you did? Right. right. What made you think that? Um, so getting that constant feedback and it's great to have you know some guys on the offensive side of the ball that aren't playing defense. So we can talk to him on the sideline. We right. can get him on the iPads. We can get him with the coaching staff and make some of those adjustments. It's tough when, you know, some of those two-way players are as soon as as soon as there's a, either a score on offense or a turnover on offense or whatever it is on offense, and they turn around. The next next thing you know, they're they're over on the defensive side of the ball, um, you know, running another 10, 15 plays. You know, so it's tough for some of those guys that are doing that and not getting a break um, to make those adjustments. But that's where you you count on a kid that. You know, uh, like a Xander or Carter that's only on one side of the ball right now, to bring that that message out to them when that when we end up doing you know going back on offense or going back on defense. Hey, coach said this or coach said this, and um, so that's that's kind of what we're we're trying to fine tune right now. And that's the thing too. I think a lot of fans in the stands they see something and say, "Well, I, why did he, that was stupid? Why did?" He? And then you don't see what happened. Oh yeah, away from the ball before all the other stuff yeah. happened, and that's right. the you know that's the important part of the play. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and that's that's the best part is you know everybody in the stands is one of the best you know one of the best coaches. <laughs> so that's and that's 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 the game of football. It's a game of any any sport. I mean, you go to a basketball game. And you go, I mean, whatever game you go to, there's a lot of people in the bleachers that know, you know, more than us, which is, again, that's totally fine. I mean, that's their opinion is great. You know, we'll take it as a grain of salt and we'll move on. Right. But uh, same thing with, you know, um, when you when you call a play as, as offensive coaches, you know, it's supposed to look like this. But right. the defense does this or one guy steps the wrong direction. It, it, it physically looks like we don't have a clue what we're doing out there. You know, I mean, it, it looks like, you know, that we, we joked about the Little Giants movie, the annexation of Puerto Rico, the trick play. Like, well, I mean, that it didn't look like it was supposed to look like, but maybe it works, right? It, yeah. It worked on accident or, yeah. or, or, said, or it's a complete disaster because the, the one guy that's supposed to do his job misses his assignment, you know, and we've got 2.5 seconds to, to make it a decision and or even less than that sometimes. And um, it, just, it, it just looks bad. But, again, that's the game of football, right? I mean, we – you find the best team in the state of Indiana and you watch a football game, there's there's still yeah. – these kids are still 15-, 16-year-old yeah. kids. They're going to make mistakes. And as a coaching staff, we have to continue to remind ourselves about that too is like, you know, we're, you know, 30, 40, 50, some of us are, you know, close to 60 or whatever it is. We've 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 been around this game for so long that yeah. we've seen those same mistakes year after year. And it can get frustrating because, well, why, why are you doing that again? And it's like kids 15 years old. Right, I mean, you have to give them the idea of like it's okay to make mistakes, but let's make them aggressive at least, right? Let's let's go out and and do something full speed, yeah. even if it's wrong. If you're going out and doing something full speed, there's a chance it still is productive and successful. So you make a great point there too, because you know, as a coach, you've been around it a long time. You got a sophomore. This is his first, which is one reason why I asked him the question. What yeah. did, what did you think it was going to be? What was it really? <laughs> You know what it's I mean, yeah. and, and getting into your head, that kid needs time to learn this. This sure. is the first time he's seen it. Yeah. You get frustrated because I've seen that a hundred thousand times. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna do it again and again and again. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. yeah, he's gotta yep. gotta get bloody before you learn well, you and, don't want to be bloody like said, anymore. Coach uh, Coach Garrity and I we saw Xander right before we went out for kickoff and and we both said, "Hey, he's a sophomore. Let's just take a peek at him." And I, I, I don't. He won't. Maybe he won't admit this, but we thought his <laughs> eyes were probably about as big as they possibly could be through his helmet. And I told Coach Garrity, "I said two things need to happen. I said he either needs to complete his first pass, or he needs to get hit really hard on the second play or first play. You know. And then if you, if those of you that were at the game, the second play he ripped off for a nice twenty-yard yep. run. You know. And I looked at Coach Garrity and I said, "He'll figure it out. Yeah. You know, he'll figure it out. He'll get there." So. um, 
they, they got uh, they got yeah. It's it's good to it's good to see them. So let me take a quick break. And we'll come back and start breaking this down. So uh, hang on. It's Saturday morning, coaches corner. I try to save money when I can, but lately I've been stretching my dollars so much I'm getting a cramp. That's why I'm glad I went to Kohl's for great back-to-school deals like kids' clothes for under $7, sheets for just $9.99, and the cutest jeans for under $20. Bucks. Plus, I earned Kohl's cash. So when times are tight, get to Kohl's. Select styles ends August 21st. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. McCullough Real Estate is a family-owned and operated real estate office in Plymouth since 1978. Whether you're looking to buy your forever home or selling residential or commercial property, McCullough Real Estate is a real estate company for you. McCullough Real Estate offers professional and courteous service and can handle all of your real estate needs. McCullough Real Estate is located at 1509 West Jefferson Street in Plymouth, or you can reach them by calling 936-9797. The Floor Store and More, your hometown flooring store and mainstay in downtown Plymouth for over 40 years. They offer vinyl plank flooring, ceramic and porcelain tile, hardwood flooring, luxurious Dreamweaver and Shaw carpets. They also offer Oxford House window blinds made right here in Indiana. Quality products at affordable prices with expert service and installation. The Floor Store and more for all your flooring needs in downtown Plymouth. Stop and shop or call 574-936-5666. Just look for the big red awning. Montgomery Wall Drilling Incorporated has proudly served the Plymouth area for more than 40 years. Owners Kelvin and Tim have a highly trained team dedicated to the highest levels of customer service and workmanship. With expertise in rotary well drilling, submersible and jet pump repair and installation, they also offer 24-hour emergency service. So for all your well needs, call Montgomery Well Drilling Incorporated, 936-6239, where 100% satisfaction is a must. This is your Saturday morning Coach's Corner with Rusty Nixon. And now it's time to get back to Rusty and his guests. Plymouth head football coach Adam Hanley with me this morning. Uh, tell you guys thanks. It was good to have some guys in this morning. Yeah, let it, them talk a little bit. Yeah, I do think they enjoyed it. Like I said, I think I think the plan is every week to try to bring in at least two. Cool. Yeah, um, you know, and just just get them that. I mean, they, all the coaches get all. The, I mean, we're the ones in the newspaper quotes and all right. that kind of stuff, and their stats get posted, but they don't ever get to talk. Right. Right. So I think any opportunity they get to. Talk about the game of football and, and share some some thoughts and feelings. And again, eight, eight o'clock in the morning as we got back home at midnight is <laughs> is tough for some of those boys. But <laughs> I think overall it, it was good. It's good to have them in. And uh, we we joked off air there. They, they were still hanging out here because they, yeah. they, they didn't have a ride. Oh, that, and, and I was like, oh, I forgot. And you you can't drive as a sophomore. They're, they're all sophomores. Oh, yeah. Don't have this. So they were waiting on their ride. <laughs> but. Well, uh, you, you came in this morning with these stats, too, and I want to hit that. Yeah. I don't want to forget that because this is something that, that I mentioned as this was going. I kept saying as the game went on, you know, people are going to look at the score and think, wow, this, wow, 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 yeah. here we go. And yeah. and it that's not what I saw. But yep. um, you had some gaudy numbers there. Yeah, and, I mean, again, if you look at, if you look at the stats, there's no way that you're telling me the final score matches up with these right. stats. Exactly. I mean, this, should, this is a different game. I mean, and that's what was the most frustrating thing, I think, as far as um, <clears throat> offensively. Like, we moved the ball. Like, we had, like, I've been a part of football games where we've had way less yards and it's been a closer game. Yeah. Like, that's, and, and yes, uh, uh, you know, defensively, we gave them some short fields because of some special team things and, um, you know, some turnovers on offense and things like that. So they didn't have to move the ball, you know, 70 yards to go score. But total total offense was only 370 to 263. I mean, they outscored us by 100 yards. But, again, if you if you tell me the score is what it exactly. was at 51-7, yeah. there's no way I tell you we're within 100 yards of total offense. So, But, you know, the part that did hurt us, obviously, we had three turnovers, a fumble, and two picks, um, which, again – it's it's tough to win football games when you don't win the turnover battle. I mean that's just that's just football one oh one. Um so so that's something we gotta we gotta clean up and penalties wasn't terrible either. Three penalties for fifteen yards and obviously we would love to get rid of those. We'd love to have no penalties. I right. mean but the game of football is is what it is and we have to um I think there might have been a fourth one but they declined it because there was a turnover, but that's a whole other but I, I think that, you know, just it was the it was the inopportune time we did have a penalty on a on a fourth down um, you know, we tried to go on a hard count and we jumped right. 
And, and, and those are the things that we, we, we just can't have those penalties, right? I mean, false starts are false starts. It shouldn't happen, but if they happen, you know, in the middle of a drive on a first and or second right. and five or whatever, we can deal with it. We can overcome it. But on fourth and two, when we physically – there was a timeout. We physically said, hey, we're going to go on two. We got to try to get them on a hard count. And if they don't jump, we got to be able to go. Um, we just can't have those types of penalties, unfortunately. And um, <clears throat> we'd love to pass the ball better. I mean, 13 to 27 passing the ball is not great. Um, well, it's, you know, for, yeah, but still, it's, it's, given the yeah, circumstances. Yeah, you know, for 94 yards, it's not, it's not terrible. It really isn't <clears throat> terrible. And then with the, one of the best numbers to see just with, with that offensive line group that um, is continuing to gel. I mean, Pletcher, Thad Pletcher at center is the only one that physically has been on a varsity field before. And in the trenches with the, you know, the big boys up front, that's some of the toughest spots to put young kids. I mean, because they're going against guys that, like we talked about with Xander and Bush that are 275 that are, that are physically wanting to run, run. you over, you yeah. know. And um, so, to, so to run the ball for 170 yards last night, we, we were pleased with that. Yeah. I mean, we did have, you know, I think we had – 80 of it on the last drive of the game there um, as the clock was going down. But overall, like I said, you know, averaging five and a half yards of carry, you know, Xander ran the ball for 93 yards on 15 attempts with six and 6.2 yard average. Like for our offense and, and a quarterback that we want to get the ball, I mean, he's a good athlete and we, and we trust him with the football. Um, we're, we're pleased with that. Almost 100 yards on the ground and 100 yards in the air. And I mean, that, that's just, that's the quote dual threat, right? I mean, He's not going to set the world on fire and run a four or five. Like we don't, no, we don't, we don't uh, need him to do that though. No. What we need him to do is run our offense um, and and read the guy we're asking him to read. And, and overall, I mean, he's, again, he made some mistakes, but when we needed him to run the plays that he did, he he did a good job. Uh, Michael Gibbons had 10, 10 carries for thirty five yards at three and a half a carry. And again, <laughs> I'm not really good at math. I'm a PE guy, but <laughs> if you give me three and a half yards every play, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that adds up yeah. to a first down, right? So. That's where we're at. I mean, it's it's tough to be like, wow, we, we played so bad. And it's like the scoreboard does tell you that. I mean, because that's what everyone sees. But right. there are definitely some positive things. I mean, we had a freshman come in there at that last drive. You know, Finn Holloman run the ball three times for 34 yards and, yeah. and get a touchdown. Like, that's fantastic to yeah. see, you know. And um, Michael Sheely had a touch for, for a carry, too. And then. Throwing or receiving, we had Cade Milheiser with four catches. Blake Mackey had two. Sheely had three. David Sills had a catch. Jack Newcomb had a catch. Max Lewandowski had a catch. And then we had a lineman catch on that. Oh, tip. yeah. I remember you know, that. CJ DeLee gets CJ. his name in the, uh, the stat book as a lineman <laughs> getting a receiving uh, you know, touch. So, And that's another thing that it's great to see with, with Xander, too, is that he's not keying in on one guy right. saying, I, gotta, I, ha- I have to throw it to him. I have to throw it to him because he's the only one that can catch the ball. I mean, we had five guys there that – got catches out of our 13, uh, 13 um, completions. So, again, a lot of really good things to see um, with this with this group. But, again, it, we talked about it at halftime, talked about it at the end of the game. We just we just got to continue to show improvement week after week after week. I mean, that's, that's the goal right now. The best thing of the state of Indiana is that every single team makes the playoffs. So, regardless of our record going into, you know, sectional week, we're, we're have, we have a playoff game, you know, and if it's not seeded, we could get a team that's – you know, same record as us, and we could get a team that's undefeated. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's just the state of the game. So the best part is, like, you don't have to win. Well, if we don't win five games, we don't get to go to the playoffs, guys. That's the pressure. Like, yeah. at this point in the game, I mean, it's it's tough to say it, but each each regular season game is just a tune-up for the sectionals when it when it really matters because then it's win or go home. So that's that's kind of the benefit of, of the state of Indiana and the playoff system that we run. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we, we just got to – each day get better and better so the thing with xander that impressed me the most watching him uh, his physical skills are obvious yeah but you mentioned the reads he has in that offense i don't recall that he made too many mistakes on on doing what he should have done on all those reads no there was i think that we i don't know for sure but there was definitely less than less than three or four i mean it was maybe one or two that he did where the guy kind of gave him what we call a gray read or a blurry read, right. and he made the wrong choice. But overall, he did. I mean, if you if you watch any of the film or you're watching from a spectator, if Xander gets out in open space, he made the right read. I mean, yeah. that's the idea of the offense. If he's reading an individual and that individual does this, he does this. There should be open space right, yeah. um, for him for him to run to and or, or throw the ball to, depending on uh, the, the, the scheme that we were, were playing that that uh, or called that play. And then, um, and then when he gets out in open space, like 
he's pretty elusive. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and we talked about that all summer long. Like, he, he's not – He's like I said, he's not going to run the 4-6 40-yard dash. Like, that's not what we need him to run. But he, we in open space, I mean, he made a kid from East Noble last night, like, trip over his own feet. And, and I mean, just a great cut, like, and, and fall forward for another four yards. Like, he's – and again – He's young and he's he's still figuring it out, but it's great to see those little instinctual athletic ability. You know that it's in, it's essentially already coming out as a sophomore. It's great to see that. And he didn't he didn't shy away from any contact. No, no, I mean I, there's a couple of times he came out of there with the ball and he was looking for somebody to well, run over. Yeah, we, toward the end of the game there, we, we had him in still in the third quarter, and, and he ran another read option outside, and he was running toward the sideline, and instead of running out of bounds, we, he already had the first down. He could have just tiptoed yeah. out of bounds he lowered his shoulder ran a kid over and it's like all right kid this is this is where we start teaching you to protect yourself a little bit you know and um understand that this this game of football is a long process and <laughs> this morning i asked him how he was feeling you know and he, he said coach my legs hurt i'm pretty beat up i said yeah i mean that and that and that's a it, and it's just it's not a good thing but it's a good thing yeah. because that means you played hard and yeah. you know and, and you 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 put it all on the field, and that's what you should feel after a Friday night game. If you you come in Saturday morning feeling fresh, you can go run a five k. Then yeah. something, something's yeah, wrong. Something. So, uh, yeah, overall pretty impressed with with him. He, uh, as impressive as he was, I I got a feel that you're going to look. At, you probably already looked at film for <laughs> yeah. about five hours already. <laughs> um, you're I'm sure you're happy with your offensive line. I mean, yeah. you're talking about five guys who've never played together and. A lot of that offense happened because they sure. they had a great game. yeah. I mean, in, in pass protection wise too, they they did a really good job up front pass pro wise. I mean, um, Coach Gary had to quote me or, or check me check me on this one, but I don't I don't think we had a physical sack last night. No, I don't think um, so either. Which which is great. And Xander did get rid of the ball a couple times, so he avoided a sack, which is great to see him do that too and learn how to get rid of the ball without getting a penalty. Um, and so yeah, so up front, like I said, zero sacks is. Fantastic too. Like they didn't bring a ton of pressure. I mean, Ace Noble didn't bring you know crazy stunts or right. anything like that. But still, you still have to protect. I mean, there's still five guys protecting for your quarterback, regardless of what defense that they're running. Um, so yeah, I'm very very impressed with that. And like I said, o- over 270 yards running the ball for a, for a group that hasn't hasn't played together. And, and and we talked about this. We didn't have that group of five fully together until August. I mean, we had. June and July practices and things like that, but we had guys missing for, you know, mission trips and, and this, that, or the other on and off. So we didn't physically have that full group um, together until really August to start gelling together right. and, and, and kind of mix it in. So um, <clears throat> we're, we're going to say we're, we're getting there and, and what we have to understand and our kids understand, they, they really do get it just week by week. We're going to continue to get better. Um, you know, this is a completely brand new offense for every single kid. The terminology is all different. The the blocking schemes are all different. I mean, everything is different. Everything is different. Um, so so they're going to continue to slowly learn it and, and get better. And the other thing that, that was good about last night, I mean, we all saw what Xander can do, but you got guys that I'm sure you want to get the ball in their hands yeah. a little more often, like yeah. uh, Michael Sheely had some touches. Yeah. Uh, three pass catches. He said he ran the ball once. Mm-hmm. Caden Millizer yeah. uh, is another one. You know, your other quarterback – but athletically, he's got he's going to be on the field, yeah, probably yeah. a lot on oh, both yeah. and sides. That, and that's and that, that that's that's exactly what it is. I mean, he he was on the field last night a lot. He started outside linebacker for us, started in the slot for us, and again as a sophomore, like that's a lot of things coming at a kid, you know, that hasn't hasn't played. I mean, they were both him and and Blake Mackey and, and Xander and Gibbons. They were all JV players last year that haven't you know seen that speed and. So for for Cato, yeah, to have a great you know four catches, one of them was a real nice diving sliding yeah. catch on a, on a third. I think it was a third and long um, that kept that drive moving. Well, it's great to see those kind of things. I mean, just we tell them each each play go out and compete and, and give it your best. And I know probably uh, want to get Gibbons a ball a little bit more often. He showed that he's got some. Yeah, yeah, some ten, ten touch, and that's and that's the, that's one of the hardest things that the offense that we run, you know, is is it's it's more of a read game. So yeah. Xander had I forget what he had only had 14 carries or something like that, um, and, and and Gibbons had 10, and it's yeah. like it's like well we called uh, we we called the play and, and it's a 50 50 shot whether right. Gibbons gets it or Xander gets it, so it's not and we do have plays where we we can designate that the play will end up in Michael's hands um, and, and get him the punch, to, but again his job on those read plays too is to carry out a fake 
you know, and, 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 and run the play just as if he were to have the ball to influence some linebackers and things like that. So, yeah, I, I would like to get him a couple more touches probably because he does run hard, um, you know, when he gets the ball downhill. And But, again, I can't, I can't fault Xander's efforts because the read he got well, was, yeah. was to keep it, right? Exactly. And, that, and that, that's, that's, you know, the nature of the offense. Right. And, once again, he'll get his touches because somebody's sure. going to try to take Xander away from you. And then well, the yeah, gonna be exactly. And if, if I'm Kokomo or Warsaw looking at getting our film here in the next couple of weeks, like, you know, they're going to they're gonna give Xander blurry gray reads so he doesn't, you know, get because last night they were pretty mostly were pretty black and white. I mean, the right. kid did what we thought he would do, and his Xander made the right read. So those next couple of weeks are probably going to try to play around with some different different type of defensive schemes to to you know, kind of get a, get us off the uh, off the groove. I get the feeling. I'm pretty sure I know what I'm going to hear an answer here. How do you <laughs> feel about where your offense is at? Because yeah. I think they're ahead of the curve. Uh, I mean, I expect them to be solid watching in the, the yeah. scrimmage, but yeah. not quite at that low. I mean, we're we're a week better than we were last week. I mean, I, I mean, I know it sounds like a real <clears throat> cheesy answer, but it's truly what it is. I mean, we physically last week's last week's scrimmage, we were you know at this point, and and this week we're we're a step ahead. I mean, we're a week ahead, and we were a week better. I mean, and that's a good thing because we're not going backwards, which is huge at this point in the game, right? We have to continue to each week, whether we put in a new play or whether we put in new scheme or we put in anything new. Being able to execute that, just like we did the prior stuff, um, is where we need to be. So I'm definitely pleased with that. And again, eventually we'll add add a little bit more wrinkles. I mean, our offense real not right now is pretty basic. It's pretty vanilla. Like there's not a whole lot of flashy stuff out there. I mean, we don't have the like I said the double trick, double trick play, reverse plays in like that that people probably would love to see. But we're not there yet. I mean, we don't. We got to run our base stuff before we put in any of that, you know, fun stuff in. So, we'll get there. We'll and, get there. And that's what I was going to say is that you haven't even really done more than put the tip of the iceberg of that offense in, and oh, they yeah. seem to have uh, picked this part of it up pretty well. They have. They really have. And, and like that's that's what we've asked for them to do is is be a student of the game. You know, I mean, obviously school started now, so they've got an academic load that they have to take care of too, and. Um, our student athletes. I mean, every single day we remind ourselves they are student athletes, and if they're not doing getting things done in the classroom, they can't even play for us anyway because eligibility and all that stuff. So, when they do get the opportunity to get on some film, they do get the opportunity to look in our playbook, and they do get the opportunity to get better outside of practice. You know, any five ten minutes is going to help them. I mean, they're like I said, they're so young. They're they're, they're just trying to learn the game of football still. I mean, like I said, half these kids, um, you know, we barely barely have seen what that is and and we're we're to the point too we had we had a couple things in practice this week come up and it was like oh like light bulb moments like yeah like oh that's what that's what that is and that's what that looks like and that's so still learning the game i mean like i said and unfortunately it's uh, like i said it's it's not an excuse at all because it's not we're not we're we're done making excuses about you know how young we are but it still is they're still learning every day and and um we're gonna like i said continue to get better why don't we take a break and come back and talk yeah. about some defense? Let's do it. So uh, let's do that, and we'll be right back. Progressive presents Married to Your Home. I'm such a screw-up. What? House? Why would you talk like that? How are you even with a house without a walk-in closet? Stop. You have more than enough storage. Oh, yeah. And the unfinished basement. Gross. We'll finish it eventually. Together. No matter how much you already love your house, you'll love it more knowing you could save big bundling your home and auto with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Not only is he an internationally known radio star on WTCA, Uncle Doug also gives the best haircut in town. If you want to take advantage of that amazing skill, you can visit Uncle Doug's Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 5, Wednesday 1 to 5, and Saturday 8 to noon, right across the street from the fire department. Call for an appointment at 574-941-2282. Have your hair cut by a celebrity, Uncle Doug. McCullough Real Estate is a family-owned and operated real estate office in Plymouth since 1978. Whether you're looking to buy your forever home or selling residential or commercial property, McCullough Real Estate is a real estate company for you. 
McCullough Real Estate offers professional and courteous service and can handle all of your real estate needs. McCullough Real Estate is located at 1509 West Jefferson Street in Plymouth, or you can reach them by calling 936-9797. Montgomery Wells Realty Incorporated has proudly served the Plymouth area for more than 40 years. Owners Kelvin and Tim have a highly trained team dedicated to the highest levels of customer service and workmanship. With expertise in rotary well drilling, submersible and jet pump repair and installation, they also offer 24-hour emergency service. So for all your well needs, call Montgomery Well Drilling Incorporated, 936-6239, where 100% satisfaction is a must. This is your Saturday morning Coach's Corner with Rusty Nixon. And now it's time to get back to Rusty and his guests. And we are back with Adam Handley, head football coach at uh, Plymouth High School. Um, let's talk some defense. This is going to be a little bit more difficult discussion because uh, there were some things there. There's definitely going to be some coaching points. And But as I said earlier, to me it seemed like it wasn't a lack of intensity or anything like that. I mean – Defensive players, you're thinking they're jumping up and down all the time, screaming. You know, it's that yeah. emotional yeah. reaction thing. Yeah. And you didn't see a lot of that, but I think it was because you could just see the thought process. It's like, okay, they showed us this own film. Now, what was it he was going to do, and mm-hmm. what do I do? And, and that one step slow yep. with a guy who knows, grab the ball, run. As fast as he can. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's difficult. Yeah, and, and that's, that's the hardest part about being a defensive player and defensive coach, defensive coordinator, like we talked about this, I think last week, like I firmly believe the hardest coaching position in the entire world is a defensive coordinator. Like you can, you can write down every single play that they run and this is who the guy blocks and this is who he's supposed to block. And this is the, where he's going to end up running and and do all that. And in the end it's like, okay, he did that. Now what? (laughs) Right. I mean, like, like you said, those are our, our linebackers. Like, they saw the play. We ran it all week, but but it's it's so hard to simulate somebody else's offense in practice, right? I mean, unless you're playing against a team that runs similar stuff to you, you can't simulate it. You yeah. can't run the way they, they run a play called buck sweep, and they ran that play probably 35 times last night. And we, we ran it probably 135 <laughs> times this week, right? And and. And again, it's it's so difficult to simulate. Hey, this is what it's going to look like. I mean, we we did we do the walk. We do as we call it. We walk, we jog, we run. Like the play, like it's step, step, step. Walk to where you're going to go. This is who's going to block you. And then we just kind of speed it up a little bit, and then we try to simulate it the fast as we can, like full speed. And it's like that's what it should look yeah. like. And then you get on Friday night, and it's like, oh, that's what it looks like, yeah. right? And until until you physically see it run from the other team. It's impossible to simulate truly what it looks like, right. you know. So, our, our guys were they were they were like you said were just a I don't even call it a step slow, but it was just the processing of my guy does right. this. Here comes that big two hundred seventy pound five pulling guard. He's gonna end up right there, and I'm supposed to be there. And 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 we were like I said, we either were were a step too slow to get there, or we missed you know one. We were running through arm tackles. Because again, one step away from where we should be, um, so and that's and that's it can be frustrating for fans because like they're running the same yeah, play. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They are running the same play. <laughs> and guess what? As soon as we as soon as we over adjust and as soon as we start blitzing linebackers, guess what they run? It's called a counter. They run the exact <laughs> thing opposite direction. So it's like the game of football on the defensive side of the pl- on the defensive side of the ball is extremely difficult, right? And and it, like I said, it's so easy to just say, well, just go make the tackle. Just go make the tackle. Yeah. Well, the idea of an offensive scheme is to block everybody so there's no one there to tackle, right? So yeah. it's, it's again, it's just it's hard. It's a hard thing to simulate during the week. And I, I do too. I mean, I, I, Hooley's playing linebacker and Bush is playing some linebacker. Milheiser's playing linebacker. Um, those three, again, they're just, they're just, they're still trying to see full speed football. Um, and they're going to get better every week. I mean, like I said, they're three sophomores that are going to continue to get better. And then up front, Chase Daly had a really good game in one of our tackle spots. But it's hard, again, when they've got so many guys that beef up front, some of those D linemen are just getting washed down and buried. And then they're doing what they're supposed to do, which is spill it to the linebackers and spill it to the safeties. And then we just got we just got to fill up and make those plays, right. you know. So there was a lot of things. Um, like I said, we're gonna get in the film room here this afternoon, this morning, in, in the next twenty minutes or so, and and just watch some plays because 
like I said, they ran buck sweep 35 times. Well, a couple times we stopped it for a one yard gain. Yeah. Right. And then, so it's like, what, what, what did we do on that play? Right. Cause they ran the same play, which means their guy blocked the same way he always has. So what, what was different? Why did we stop it for a one yard gain versus two plays prior where he ran it for 35? So that, that's just, that's the game of football, first of all. And, 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 and having our kids realize if you're one guy, you know, there's 11 guys on defense. If that one guy takes a playoff or takes just a, a deep breath and say, well, I'll, I just need to, I just need one play rest and they run the ball at you, it could be exploited and go for 35 yards. So it's just the idea of there's no opportunities to take a playoff. There's no opportunities. You don't get a break, especially on defense. You don't get a break. I mean, you can you can find a way to, to get an offensive guy, a receiver, or whatever it is, maybe a, a, you know, a 20-second play where he can catch his breath because of where you run right. the ball. Technically, right? You should have nobody that does that. But technically, you can find a way. Like if we just had a kid run a vertical route and he's on the backside next play, he can – take 30 seconds to catch his breath but on defense you don't get that opportunity i mean you don't have a clue where the ball's going and and uh and again to comply up and make a play is is great so up front i mean chris johnson had a pretty decent game and and, uh david sills at at, uh, defensive end with justin garrett the other end there were times like i said there were times where they both made some really nice plays they really did um but but again the, the one one or two plays where we were a little bit out of position or we got a little bit off balance um, they they gashed us for for some big gains and so that's what we'll like I said we'll take it take a look at this morning along those same lines too and I know Nathan mentioned this uh, during the broadcast Luke Amstutz has a, a he's kind of an offensive genius I mean he he's got that reputation as yeah. his, but they don't really do anything all that fancy with their running backs and their quarterbacks but Nathan commented what they do with their line. I mean, I'm confused watching some of this stuff. Yeah, and, and it, we, we talked, so we're good friends with a lot of the coaches here at Plymouth. They're good friends with uh, Ryan Robertson, who's a defense coordinator there, went to Taylor University with us. And and then <clears throat> Luke obviously has been there for a while. And, yeah, and the best part of what he's doing is all those plays they ran last night against us, his third and fourth grade kids are running those same exact yeah. plays, yeah. right? So he has been there long enough to build that system. So these guys that are playing varsity football for him started running those plays as third graders. And it's called the same thing. And guess what? By the time you move throughout the throughout his system, the blocking scheme stays the same. Yeah. So how much better can he be with those kids when they're they show up day one as a freshman? And he says, and you know, what they call whatever they call their buck sweep play, hey, let's get on the line and run buck sweep. And every single all eleven kids yeah. on the freshman team run it to perfection. Like that's when you know you've you've got a program built, yeah. you know, and he's been there to do that, and that's it shows. I mean, they're going to compete in the the Northeast Eight uh, Conference, you know, and and that's a tough conference too. Like, but they're going to compete in that conference because of that, because of the, the the culture and the program he's built, from all the way down to his you know Pee Wee League stuff. That they they've they've built that you know well oiled machine to to go out and compete for for conference championships and things. Now, they didn't have a. <clears throat> The bulk of their damage was on the running game. Sure. Uh, I think he said 254. Yeah, somewhere around there. 117 in the passing game. And, you know, to me, those guys in that position have just as hard a job because, you know, you see Michael is lined up on uh, the big kid. Yeah. Um, all the t- well, he has to be because they're both a similar size. And he's, <laughs> he was out there one-on-one a lot. Yeah. Um, no help there. Yeah. And then you got your safety has to know, okay, well, am I going to go play the run? Am I going to stay back in the pass? I mean, those those are tough positions. And uh, uh, I I don't think they did very – they did pretty well. Yeah, I, I mean, Michael was <clears throat> Michael was what we call on an island a lot last night um, where he, like I said, one-on-one going, going mano-a-mano with a guy. They did a lot of jump balls right at him, and, and he did a pretty good job, you know, like I said, one-on-one with that. And – and that's that's what's expected, right? I mean, he's a fantastic athlete that we're going to have to put out there against some you know some good receivers in our conference, and he did a good job. And then, like you said, the toughest the toughest one of the other toughest spots in the field outside linebacker is those safety positions yeah. because once you're getting beat up up front and our linebackers are, are getting guys in their lap, their only guy left to make a play is a safety, you know. So they got to fly down and make and make a play, but then what's called a play action play and the, and the yeah. t- tight end. I mean, the one that was. I forget it would have been second quarter. They would have been going, you know, from your radio left to right. It was just a blown coverage. I mean, they yeah. they rotated over. We didn't get there quick enough, and the and the kid ran down right down the seam with no one within fifteen yards of him. And that's again, just just understanding the game. 
well, if they do this, I have to be able to do this. And if I don't, that's what happens, you know? So learning moment, teaching moment, I can almost guarantee you coach Corbett's going to show that clip today and talk <laughs> and talk about, and talk about when, you know, when they do this, this rotation, we have to move over and yeah. this guy becomes your guy now on a man to man defense or on whatever we're running at that for, for that particular play. Um, and that's, that's the guy that you, you go, you go and cover. So you got to, I, I, Felt like you saw, um, you saw growth yeah, in that bunch. Absolutely, uh, over the course of the game. I mean, early on, I tell you what, it was. T- you're right there. There was a flurry of scoring in that first quarter. You got to like I, I'm looking at it now, like the three minute mark in that first quarter, and it was what eight to nothing. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so, I, I think I looked up at the clock, and we were down. I think we were down eight nothing with like five minutes left in the first quarter. <clears throat> you know, and and again, I I truly firmly felt like that that first quarter. I mean, we, we we each had we each had a possession. They started with the ball. We picked them off inside their own red zone, um, which was a great great. Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely fantastic way to start a football game. They drove, drove, drove. Had a couple of nice running plays, and we get a pick on fourth down. And then we looked at our side. I mean, our sideline was in the. I mean, engaged and fired up, and and we're right there. And then we. Um, got the ball on offense and we moved the ball. I think we got it back to close to midfield and I forget what, what happened on that drive. Again, they all kind of blurred together, but something happened on that drive. We got behind the chains and we had to, I think we had to punt the ball in that first possession. And then, um, and then they came down and scored. So it was eight, nothing toward the end of that first quarter. And then our second possession, one, one play, we, we fumbled the ball in that next, that next possession after one play. So our yeah. defense had just gotten off the field. Offense gets the ball. We run a great play up the middle. We fumble it, and the defense goes right back on the field. And then it slowly started snowballing from yeah. that point on. Um, and that's what we talked about at halftime: is like there are going to be plays tonight that happen that don't go in our way, right? I mean, you're going to either make a mistake or they're going to do something really well. But that's that's take that and and move yeah. on. Like we can't dwell on. Oh, I, I I made the wrong read. I fumbled the ball. I threw an interception. I missed the coverage. Like we can't dwell on those. The game of football is four quarters. Like every single play, we have to worry about the next play. I'm not like, yes, what what you did on the last play, you need to fix it. <laughs> yeah. But don't dwell on it. Don't sit yeah. there and, and mull over it and 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 take it with you to the next play because yeah. then bad things continue to happen. Like we have to have some short-term memory loss where they forget about the last play because that last play is over. It doesn't mean yeah. anything anymore, right? I mean, and and then that next current play that you're going to start is the most important play. Right. So I, we're just, we're like I said, we're just the mental side of things. We're getting there. We're coaching them up. We're trying to get that that side of things fixed because then, then after we get the mental side of the game, then it's just athleticism and go out and play football. So. If you ever figure out how to get a, get that done, get the, get a kid to just forget the previous play, you will be a very rich man. Yeah, you will. I'll be, go write a book while I'm at it. You'll right, be able to command like a million dollars of speaking engagement wherever you want to talk. So. Not, not only a kid, a young fifteen year old, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Goodness sakes. But you know, but that's natural. That that's yeah. counter human being. Yes. When you do something yes. that you know you didn't do as well as you want. What do you do? You beat yourself up, yep. and you haven't got time for that. You know, and especially when, you, especially with the forty-second play clock. I mean, and, and we get against we get against a team that goes some no huddle, up tempo stuff. Like you've got twenty seconds to figure it out, and you you either you either forget it and move on, or you, or you let it affect you, and then right. and then it then it snowballs into yeah. into multiple plays. So, yeah, I, I wish I had the answer, obviously, because like I said, I'd be I'd be a rich man or writing a book or something. But overall, um, <clears throat> they. They're getting better, and that's that's what I need you know the, the, the listeners to hear is that we're gonna get better every week, and um, I just hope that like I said the game the the, the, the product we put on the field uh, is fun to watch. You know, I mean these kids are putting in time and effort off in you know in the practice week and in the film room and in the classroom, and um, like I said, we're we're gonna continue to get better, and um, it's tough. It's tough. We're gonna take some lumps with these young guys we've got out there, and we we talked last night. Uh, um, you know, for the for the post game interview, and we've we've said how many times all all summer long, hey, we're going to be young, we're not going to have a ton of varsity experience, but but now we do. Yeah, we've got a varsity game under our belt. You know, so the the comments of well, we're young, we're this. 
you're right. It's not, it's going to be like that the whole season. These kids aren't going to get a year older in one day. Unfortunately, that's not how you know Earth works. Every <laughs> they get a day older every day. Unfortunately, you know, so uh, they they will get better. Um, and you know, and, and they've got that varsity game under their belt now. So we will um, we'll continue to, to build on that and, and see what happens. As we wind it down, I guess. Uh, what I want to talk about as we as we finish up here is Kokomo, like sure. we did last week. Yeah. And uh, anybody who's seen them play, um, anybody who's seen Russ Radke's New Prairie teams play, you're going to see 11 guys in probably about a five-yard square. Call it a phone booth. <laughs> a phone booth is what it is. That's the offense. And, you know, and, and I remember last year they had a lot of very big, strong, athletic uh, defensive linemen, too, mm-hmm. and flew around on the floor. What do you, have you seen anything of them? Yeah, we took a peek at them a little bit. Um, we got some film already exchanged with them, and they're they're a typical Kokomo team. I mean, they're gonna like you said they're gonna have athletes, they're gonna have big guys, um, and they're gonna run the offense that they've been running there for you know umpteen years with the yeah. Colbys there. Um, <clears throat> and again, it's 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 nothing flashy. I mean, it's the same thing we saw last night. It's East Noble's offense wasn't flashy, but they executed it really well. Yeah. And it's the same thing Kokomo's gonna do. They're gonna they're going to come out and you know and, and see in the run game that we gave up last night to East Noble. They're going to come out and try to run the ball and, and, and you know control the clock and dominate the, the ground ground and pound game and um, you know until we until we stop it. They probably won't stop running the ball. I mean I've I've seen the Colbys before go down a field and run the same play thirteen times in a row and, and score. I mean that's just, yeah that's that's their philosophy. <laughs> until you stop it, we won't change our play. Um, and they don't care what hash they're on. They don't care what side of the field. I mean, they, they just don't. I mean, that's 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 them, which is great, good for them. I mean, I, I don't disagree. If we got a play that's working on offense, we're not going to stop change it either. Right. So, um, but yeah, they're they're going to be big. They're going to be they're going to be physical up front, and uh, it'll be like I said, it'll be a tough challenge for our kids for sure. Well, we'll see you down there, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, seven thirty start. Am I, I right? I believe on so. That? I believe so. Seven thirty start. Okay. Yep. Our yep. pregame will start about seven, and we'll have that for you if you can't make the trip down. If you can make the trip down. I was going to tell. You, I can't speak for anybody else who was there last night, but I, I felt like you got better as the game went on. So that is a good sign yeah. for what's what's going to be happening. Absolutely, so, absolutely. Anyway, coach, thanks for joining me. Thanks, Rusty. Appreciate it. Thank you guys for listening. That's going to do it. Have yourselves a great weekend. You've been listening to the.